0: There we go, and welcome back to Going Long On First. It's been a little bit since I've been able to say that. We got a week off after the Super Bowl. Owen demanded it. Almost went on strike.
1: All all the players are going to Cancun. Why can't we? You know what I'm saying?
0: What about Hawaii? You're not
2: a Cancun guy, though, Owen. You're Hawaiian. I'm I'm a Hawaii guy.
0: Absolutely. Hawaii. even pronunciates
2: it right. You know, it's good that you got that pronunciation down already because we're going to need it. Come to this podcast,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> come to this draft, lot, and over the next few months,
0: a lot of a lot of ooses will be made. There will be. There's not many absolutely. Cooper Cups in this draft, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have in Joel Alt. It might be the there easiest one out there. It's like six letters in his entire name. Perfect. Anyways. <laughs> It is officially mock's draft season. The Super Bowl is over now, a couple weeks past that one. We are into off-season mode. Franchise tag is coming around the corner. There's been a lot of talk on that. That officially opened. Free agency is a couple weeks away. But it is the week of the combine. We do have the combine happening. Yes. And is that means on. it means that it's time for it's time for a mock. Whoa, it's mock, mock time is it mock time already? Let's get our mocks out, see what happens. Uh, but first, what you whip your mock out, please?
1: Oh, I, I don't know, know what, what that was, out. but
0: here we go before we get into that so tonight we're just gonna do a mini mock is kind of what we've done the last couple years our first one is just a mini mock we're gonna do top 10 top 10 tonight and then as we go along we will do a obviously a first round mock we'll get a couple in by the time the draft starts we will get a couple in for sure but before we do that before we get into our mini mock I want to do our top five A and B prospects first. Curious how these top five, how our cumulative top five will play out in our top 10 tonight. I know Jeremy was a little confused. Obviously that's a lot of numbers I just threw out there, but Jeremy, we'll walk you through it as we get there. That's where you hold my hand. Absolutely. Whatever it takes for this pod, whatever it takes. Who's got their top five ready? I got mine, of course. Top Jeremy's top got five his. A
1: and B. Yeah, I got it. The order messes me up, but I got my six.
0: Okay. I, uh, I I feel pretty good about my top five A and B. I Number three for me, I think it might shake up people a little bit. I'm a big Whoa. fan of this guy. Big fan. Huge. Big fan. Huge. Itch? I'll start. So let's, Jeremy. You, know, you want to start? How
2: biased? I, I want to go first. Okay. How much bias am I able to bring into this first one? All of it, right?
0: Well, none of these players play for the Eagles yet, so I guess I don't know. What but they're all talking. going to, right? Yeah, of course. They all. Everybody ends up playing for Philly at some point in their career. Specifically, one of these
2: players, I would love to play for my Eagles. But Jeremy, no this happens. isn't a.
0: Jeremy, this is in the top six wish list for Philadelphia. The Eagles aren't drafting in the top six. they They're not. The nice. Eagles aren't
2: dropping in the top ten, Seth. So. What I'm saying is one of these players I would love to be an Eagle, okay?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'd love six of these players to be Packers as well. But it's not – well, it might happen. I wouldn't take – I mean, I would take three of them, but not all six. Okay.
1: All right. You start. Go ahead. Going, Go ahead.
2: We going top down or bottom up?
0: I think top is easier, right? It, it feels like up. it. Okay, one second. Unless unless just you just want to knock out the top couple and then hit those more interesting Owen, ones.
2: Owen's asking for it. So I'm gonna I'll, I'll let you
0: have it. Whatever you want.
2: I'm gonna do it. How ask for it? Okay, I'm gonna bring some bias into this voice. You ready? All
0: right, let's hear it.
2: Wouldn't expect any other way. Up. Six. Coming in at six, five B. We have the only line prospect in my top five A&B. Okay. Um, If there's one thing about this draft that is very clear, it is that they think it's very stick with skill position players. Um, Now, I have seen that a couple of the past years where they go, Best wide receiver class no demand. It's like, dude, no, it's just there's too many seven-on-seven seven camps. This is what it is, right? Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, it, it's not as bad as the NBA, but it is similar in vain to what the NBA is having trouble with. Um, not to get off script real fast, but watched uh, a very, very well-renowned and uh, high school college coach basketball speak the other day about what um, what is the offseason stuff called here? Help me out, boys. AU AAU and how it is destroying American basketball. And I'm like, damn, let's, let's let us this guy cook. And he goes, Name off the top four to five best players in the NBA. They're all European. Okay. Steph Curry. One nope. Uh,
1: They're all European. Blake Griffin.
2: They're all the Blake Griffin. There you oh. go. Marcus oh, Cousins.
1: It's probably Andre.
2: Joel, Giannis, Jokic, Luca. And I'm forgetting somebody right now, but it'd probably be another European. But whatever, the top four, right? My point is, he goes on to say, and this is where you can relate this to high school football and seven-on-seven tournaments, right? It's not as bad in football as it is in basketball, obviously. Because you don't have the basketball, like, the world effect in uh, in football like you do in basketball. But what he says is these guys are coming from the European leagues, and they're so well-rounded. There's no weaknesses in their games. They see the court different. They shoot the ball different. They handle the ball different. They play defense different. Just, they just play the game better, right? And then he goes on to say that these players that are coming out of high schools in America are just athletic, or they can just shoot, or they can just dunk. You know, he's got a great point. These guys don't they don't really progress, right? That's my problem with the seven on seven. That's why I think we have such an issue where they go best wide receiver skill position class ever. Whatever. That's just my rant. Old man yelling at clouds. All right. Sure so, they are.
0: <laughs> coming
2: in at oh and I just entered that stage
0: long. of his career, of his life.
2: Coming in at six, we have Joe Alt, who is probably the best offensive lineman in the draft. I don't think it's a lock. I think this is something that could definitely shake out a little bit, but I'm gonna run with it. Okay. Um Notre Dame has usually got a reputation of having very good offensive linemen. They have a reputation of high-end offensive oh. Calm down there, pal. But we're going to run with that one for now. That's probably...
1: Can you name three Notre Dame offensive linemen right now?
2: Off the top that are currently playing or previous?
1: Do it quick. I'll help you out, but do it quick.
2: That are playing right now or have previously Whatever. played? <laughs> well, Skransky. Wait. Skronsky, right? No, that was Northwestern. No, he's, no, he's Northwestern. I don't care. Uh, come I do. number do. Zach
0: Martin, Quentin Nelson, and Quint Mike Nelson. Golick Jr. So Nelson knew, was gonna be my next one. And I would have got. Married. I knew Quint Nelson. That was it. Did you say Mike Golick Jr.? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I did.
2: Thank you for catching that. And he was right too. Why um, did I well. think Stronsky. Anyways, coming in at number five. This is one of the two guys on this top five A&B that I said would I really love to be an eagle. Okay. <clears throat> For the first time since Jason Seahorn boys, okay, we have a cornerback. That's a white guy, all right. Cooper DeJean. Here now, okay.
0: He's he's in your top five. Now
2: let me explain to you something. At first, I was just like, "I'm just getting excited," okay. And then I I started. I think think you're getting excited. And then I started doing some reading, and then I started doing some watching. And then I started doing some realizing, this guy's the best secondary player in the draft. I don't think it's very close. That dude can play, I think, any position in the secondary right now. He's
1: I think play he too. plays – He for sure it turns to safety, right? I feel like most no turn to safety.
2: Well, you he's know – Oh, and he's an outside corner. That guy's an outside corner all day long. Mm. He, he's, he's got the speed. He's got the agility. He's got the ability uh, I, to – I agree he's with He's got it all. I agree with Jim. Oh, and he's got it all. I think – you're looking Talk about a guy I want on the there.
0: Packers. Cooper Dejean is the guy. Is it Dejean or Dejean? Dejean. It's Dejean. Dejean. Anyways, Cooper Dejean is my five. That's why we have you here, Owen.
2: The great white wonder since, you know, first one since 2001. Uh, but anyways, I like I said, it started as a pipe dream. Now it's turning real quickly into, this guy's a real deal. He's a real deal Holy Holyfield. I'm running with it. He's my five. He is, like I said, one of two guys on this list where it's like, man, I would love to have this guy be an eagle. Um, coming in at number four is a guy that I've been high on for a few years. This is him and the, my number one prospect are the two guys that are my other guys that I put as an eagle, but I like this guy a little bit more just because of the position and how he plays it. Brock Bowers, guys, I don't think he's going to fall into many people's top fives, tens. But at the end of the day, this guy is a game-changer. Like, he's he's going to go somewhere – and immediately make an impact on somebody's roster, like, fast. Um, he's fun to watch, and he don't really – he reminds me of, like, as crazy as this sounds as an Eagles fan, he's like a more athletic Dallas Goddard, but like a smaller Rob Gronkowski, right? Or at least doesn't play as big in his physicals as Rob, I don't think. Um, but he's my four. I, I think that one's safe. He could climb, in my opinion. Um he I mean he could be a sneaky um to the Chargers, I think, but we'll come back to that. Coming in at number three, and these two I feel like could change pretty quick depending on who is who's doing well. We're gonna go Drake May, quarterback North Carolina at three. Coming in at number two, we got Caleb Williams, quarterback North uh, USC. And coming in at number one, thanks, babe. Very quick, very obviously the number one prospect in this draft. Now, I mean, you could take position value into this, but I think he'd be foolish to do so. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best prospect in this draft. That guy, I mean, you've seen it when scouts were going to watch the receivers at Ohio State the last two years, and they said it's like you're going out there to watch, you know, a sports car and here's your Bugatti. You know, that's what you're really here to watch. It's just two years in the waiting. But to recap, we got Marvin Harrison Jr. at one, Caleb Williams at two, Drake May at three, Brock Bowers at four, Cooper DeJean at five, and then Joe Alt at
1: six, five B.
0: Good list, Jeremy, but I'll give you a
1: better one. Give it to me one more time. I think I got the numbers switched. At
2: one, we got Marvin Harrison's son. At two, we got Caleb Williams. At three, we got Drake May. At four, we got Mr. Brock Bowers. At number five, we have the great white wonder, Cooper DeGene. And at six, 5B, we have Joe Alt, who has just got a name where you know he's going to be really good. Zach Martin, Quentin Nelson, Joe Alt. Lock it in. He's going to be a great player.
0: All right. Owen, I'll give you mine. Yes, sir. Relatively quick. My top two are the same as Jeremy's. So I'm going to start at the top. I got Marvin Harrison Jr., number one. Caleb Williams, number two. I think that's a pretty fair lock. You could interchange those if you want. But those are the two top prospects in the draft. I don't think there's an argument there. Number three. Jeremy did not have this guy in his top five. I do. I think he belongs here. I think he is a close 1A to Marvin Harrison Jr., not a lot of people are talking about, eh, they're, they're starting to. He's he's coming up the pike. Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. I think he is, if, it, if Marvin Harrison wasn't in this draft, he would be locked in number one, probably prospect, number one wide receiver. I think he's uber talented. I think he's just as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. is almost. He just doesn't get the recognition like Marvin does. But I think he's just as good. And any team that gets him is going to love him just as much. He's also at LSU, and they're known for the wide receiver guys. They 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 push him through. Number four for me, Joel Alt. I have here, I think he is definitely the best offensive line prospect in the draft as well. Obviously, future left tackle in the league. Lock him in. Number five for me, I have Brock Bowers at 5A. Brock Bowers, he's a tight end, but he's a weapon, really is what he is. People shouldn't look at him just as a tight end, but a weapon that you can put anywhere. Kind of like the new age tight end. Kyle Pitts-ish style. Kyle Pitts obviously went top 10. I think Bowers he's has a chance. also huge. Yes. And number 5B for me, number 5B. Five 5B five is Drake May. I have a little bit lower than Jeremy. I do agree. He's definitely number 2 quarterback. I just don't love him as much but i do think he belongs in the top five amb so that is my list marvin harrison jr caleb williams malik neighbors joel alt brock bowers drake may well done uh i had a few more names that
1: uh i'm at least going to give you one name that hasn't been mentioned do it i hope it's one that. We Otherwise, mine's mine's pretty close to chalk. <clears throat> so we'll start from the top. Uh we're gonna clean sweep Harrison and Williams at one and two. Um that could be your A and B pretty easily here. Own think- question for you.
2: Yeah. How Seth said it that you could flip those two around, Williams and uh Marvin. Do you feel that way too?
1: I am putting Harrison one for more reasoning, I think. Uh I think I think a lot of you know the internet super scouts, the intelligence officers of the NFL draft, th- if they put Williams at one, they're kind of shading that way because they know Williams will go before Harrison. Um however we're talking prospects here. I think Harrison is wanna... pretty much the most slam dunk out of any
2: Yeah. I think um the gap between those two is a lot bigger than what is made out to be. And I think I've made it pretty clear how I feel about Caleb Williams. And I still feel that way. I really do. That's why Drake May is three for me. Seth, I don't blame you for dropping him as much as you did. Cause I think you could drop both of these quarterbacks to about that spot. I'm, I'm not out on Caleb Williams. I see the talent. I think there's way too many comparisons to Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think he's a winner. So I think, I think he's gotta to go to the right spot. I think if he goes to the Bears, I think it's another Justin Fields situation. That's my
1: opinion. Jeremy's out Let's here continue. fighting a good fight against Caleb Williams. <laughs> but still has him at two. But yes, I agree. Uh Gimme Harrison at one, Williams at two. Williams, I think there's just a lot more situations he can find himself in that are not going to um be conducive to his progress as a player, whereas Harrison is like, who's going to mess that up? You know what I mean? Uh, Plenty of teams could. Now, let's let's be fair. But I'm just saying, he's he's pretty damn good. Looks like an NFL guy already. He is an NFL guy already. Harrison's one. Williams, two. I have May at three. Uh, I think there's too many... Josh Allen Justin Herbert
0: comps just because of the stature and the, <laughs> the size I of would, the man? I, I would definitely agree with the Herbert comparison more than Josh Allen. I don't see Josh Allen in there at all.
1: I, I, think, I don't um, think he
0: is as physical as Allen is. He's more I can of a... see. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. I can see Herbert more than Allen mainly because um, they even said that Herbert was going to run more when he was coming out in the draft. They were like, oh, that's always – He's just going to take off with it all the time. I mean, I don't see that guy run like at all, right? Yeah. That guy's a that guy's just a machinist in the pocket. So uh, that's kind of what I see more out of May here. Again, it's really tough thinking about because the QBs are just going to be so situational where they land, and usually at the top of the draft, that isn't great spots to land at. So we'll see. But uh, I think I think we got something here. We think we got something with May. Again, I'm I wanted to underrate the quarterbacks a little more than I am. We'll wait for the process to go, and we can just still dig into those YouTube clips. Trust the these, process of these five to ten to fifteen to twenty guys, and really start picking them apart. DeGene, I was happy you put DeGene in there, except that I think he's pretty far down on my list still, even though I like him as a prospect because he's I have him like as a chance falling to the Packers. But you're saying like no, let's just draft him up there in the top five.
0: Uh, he's not going um, to the top
1: ten.
2: Where do the Packers draft?
1: 26? Twenty-six,
2: he ain't, ain't falling on top fifteen. There's no way he's yeah, going he, to I of don't think He is.
0: I, I but, think well, he does.
1: I don't think he's. I don't think he falls to the
2: Packers.
0: I should say that. There's
2: no but, way he falls. I would say he's a top ten pick all day long. He, I think he's the first corner taken. Uh,
0: Jeremy, really I think he's a lot higher on your board than a lot of other people's. That's watch the tape.
1: We're no starting to finish your top five. We're digging in. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I got me at three. Number four, Seth. You mentioned him, Malik Neighbors. I have him. That guy's fun to
0: watch, man. Uh, he supremely high- underrated in my opinion. I, I mean, I might just be going against the grain here, but I, I don't. I'm not going to say I like him more than Marvin Harrison, but I, I really like him. I have a feeling. When I was watching him, like there's
1: there's some this dis- distinct receiving styles out there, right? I think I put him more in the Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams range, where he's not really beating you with physicality. He's he's doing those basketball jukes, you know, those those uh, you know, stutter steps, creating separation. That's the type of guy you're getting here. A guy that's always gonna be open, at least for a second on any any route that he runs. So and he does it better than anyone in this class. I think even better than Harrison. Harrison's just everything, right? So I got neighbors there. At number four, number thir- five, I think we kind of go, we talked about Harrison, kind of the all around. That's an NFL guy. He'll do everything. We got neighbors. He's going to be separation, always open. Now we're talking about a different type of receiver. We're talking about Rome O'Dunn's. Out Of the University of Washington, big Michael Penix boy over there. He is all of these guys. Well, except for Her- that, I, that's why Harrison's number one. He didn't play with an all-star quarterback.
0: That's true. That is true.
1: Play with Kyle McCord. No disrespect, but you got neighbors out here with Daniels, and you got O'Duns with Penix. Hands big, athletic. Another type of guy that's always going to be a little open just because he can beat a one on one and uh, a tool that's kind of been set to the wayside in recent years, right? We're not seeing a ton of like big guys getting a lot of money for their craft. Um, but I think they're starting to learn. And I think, I think this guy, I think he's got something. I think he's got something. And I would love to see him follow the Packers at 26. Never mind. Anyway, or the Eagles at what? What are you picking again this year, Jeremy? 10? 22. (laughs) Anyway, Odon's at number five. And number six. Again, I thought I had the guys pretty solid. The order terrorized me a little bit. There's a ton of guys that I was like, "Eh, should I I just shout out a guy here, there? Mm, Still taking it to the edge. Give me Joel, big Joel. Why not? We were seeing this guy all throughout the season. Everyone knew he was going to big time be a big-time NFL prospect. I'll stick with that, but I understand my feelings are probably going to change as we learn more about these other guys. But if you're looking for your future left tackle, I think this is your best bet, obviously. There's a couple guys in there coming up, but I think you know what you're getting with Joe Alt at this point. And you can't have enough you can't have enough investment in an all-star franchise left tackle. Let's just say that. So there you go. Harrison Williams, May Neighbors,
0: O'Duns Alt. Now for the tally. Uh, Seth the Lynch, official people. tally. Filibuster, It's my favorite thing to do. Talk? I. I yeah, yes. No, that's Jeremy's favorite thing to do. I think we all know that one. For sure.
2: Uh Joe Alt.
0: What was that? It's
2: a wild statement, sir. but continue. Uh
0: I'm gonna come back to Joe Alt. You you talk about him, I I get what you're saying. He's kind of like a known commodity at this point. I almost wonder if he's peaked. He peaked a little too early. It is his you know, mock draft <laughs> career. Yeah. It, you know, I mean He's definitely, if he's not the first tackle off the board, and there's some good tackles in this draft for sure. I think there's three or four that will probably go in the first round. I think it would be a surprise if he doesn't come off number one. He, I don't know why, I, I get some Joe, Tom. maybe it's the name that I just made the connection, Joe Thomas. I get some Joe Thomas comparisons here. Hey, Obviously, Joe Thomas wasn't overrated. He was not, no, absolutely not. Also a Wisco boy, Hall of Famer as well, Classic. Joe Thomas out there. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah, I think Joel is a uh, slam dunk. Uh Owen, you didn't have him in your top five. Jeremy and I did. Where do you have Brock Bowers? Just off. Just I was off. fighting okay. with all
1: Bowers and a ton yeah. of other guys. But those two.
0: Owen, mean, is it because of position or why? Yes, and um not don't think know, of, Again, o- it's like what don't think of him as a tight end. Don't. I think people are going to get lost, and he's a tight end. I don't think he's just a tight end. I'm not getting lost more in... more of the
1: Kyle's Pitts thing, you know what I mean? Like, where you can move all over the place. I'm not getting lost in the tight end situation, I just think... Um, I'm worried about... I think he'll line up all over the place. Uh, it's just I have a problem. I think I watched too much Green Bay Packers. <laughs> We're sure he could succeed, but, I mean, he's going to have... He's going to be asked to block a whole hell of a lot, and I, I, you know, he's just going to have to land at a spot where he's where they're just running, not necessarily spread, but kind of a, a
0: mindset. I mean, you can develop those. I mean, Travis Kelsey made a Hall of Fame career out of being an average blocker. You know, Travis Kelsey, not (laughs) but, but he was bigger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I get what you're saying. All right. You got you got the official top five. I, I do.
1: Top seven, but yes. seven. Number sure. one, yep. Harrison. Number two, Williams, of course. Number three, Chalky, Drake May. Drake May falling at three. Malik Neighbors at four. Joel, five. Brock Bowers, five B. Tied it up. And Romo Dunn's sitting at seven. Just really quick. One prospect from each that wasn't named yet. Just name one. Oh, and then Dejean, of course, was a bit also there. But, yes, one prospect that hasn't been named yet. Say so that list again, and, I, and then I'll tell you who I got. Harrison Williams, May Neighbors, Alton Bowers tied, O'Duns and Dejean tied. Dejean, Dejean, yeah.
2: Right, I'll give you one off. Uh, um, oh, and you're going to have to say it for me because I don't know any of it. Uh, Penn State's left tackle. Olu
0: Fashanu? There it is. I was we'll thinking about him off. as well. I, I thought about him, but also the... Oh, and this could be another one for you. I think I said it pre-pod. Uh, the edge pass rusher out of UCLA. L- Laitu Latu? Boom. How you say it? Good enough. Uh, yeah. He passed. <laughs> That's another one I would have Go thought pass right it, too. Rusher. Yeah. Yep.
1: Fair enough. And I'm just going to throw it out there because I like watching him play. I don't know if he's going to be that great of a prospect, but holy shit, is he fun to watch. Jaden Daniels, man. That guy could yeah. go three yeah. or could go fifteen. That that one—that's that, the mystery right now.
0: It is, that is, and uh, we'll have a chance to decide that. In oh, will there. we? We Excellent. will. All right, beautiful top five. Can't wait to see how that shakes out tonight and in the next few months. Very good, Jeremy. You are first on the clock. Are you oh. ready?
2: I can click the right button. Yeah, I'm ready. And I'm going to make my pick fast.
0: Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Not even going to lead into it. Nope. Hold on. It is time for our first mock of the 2024 NFL draft. Chicago Bears are on the clock with the number one overall pick. And, Jeremy, that's you. Who are you taking? Your Ryan Pulse, as of right now, Justin Fields is still in the building. We're not doing any trades tonight. We'll do some trades later on. You could even maybe throw in a Justin Fields trade at some point in a mock. But as of right now, Justin Fields is in the building. Where are you
2: going? I had to quick and rename myself. Um, no no longer am I Jordan Love's bestie. Now I am Mel Kiper's dad. senior. I'm old enough. I think I've kind of alluded to the way I feel about Caleb Williams. I think I've also kind of alluded over the course of the season the way I feel about Justin Fields. And I think there's one thing that the Bears need to do and is surround the quarterback that they decide to run with with as much talent at the skill position, and on the offensive line as possible. Owen, when was the last time the Bears took a first-round quarterback?
1: Justin Fields. I would have to say 2021. I had to get to you, right. Owen, my kid's
2: pissed. When was the last time – one of the two kids. When was the last time a wide receiver went number one overall? Tell me. Keyshawn didn't go one, did he? It
1: it's have. never
2: happens. Keyshawn went two or three, right? Okay. I'll believe you. I'm, I'm pretty sure Keyshawn's the earliest. Seth, please check me on that. Keyshawn I is will. the earliest a receiver has ever gone in a draft, and I think he went three, if I remember correctly. But you know what, boys? Keyshawn's daddy didn't play in the league. Keyshawn was an approved commodity. Coming out of the Ohio State University,
0: Keyshawn wasn't that new, okay? Jimmy, you ready? I'm ready. Three times in NFL history has a wide receiver been drafted first overall, most Three recently times. being Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson.
2: Okay, I thought he went two for some reason, but continue. Uh, Irving Fryer Eagles. went first
0: overall in 1984. But the Patriots drafted him first for Know. Yes, and Dave Parks, 1964 as well. So three. Well, times. you know what, Seth? It's going to happen a
2: fourth time. Give me with the number one overall pick. The Chicago Bears are drafting Marvin Harrison Jr.,
0: the Ohio State University. So you're saying Justin Fields stays? That's what you're saying, huh? Justin Fields is QB. Of the I'm saying you you are building around QB one. All right, all right, mm-hmm. blockbuster there. No Caleb Williams. That means Washington is on the clock. Number two, Caleb Williams sitting right there for the commies. Owen, oh, that is you. What are you doing? We are commanders. Bum bum, bum
1: bum bum Change that name for cripe's sakes. Um. <laughs> So, what is the Washington front office thinking when they see Marvin Harrison Jr. go number one? They, they're they thinking, holy shit, I'm going to calm Caleb Williams. Oh, good save. Uh, there's a lot going on here for the commanders, and I think they're getting a lot of trade bait coming their way and will continue for the next couple months. A lot of trade feelers. A lot of people, you know, I'm sure a lot of teams, are looking at Williams and May or maybe even Daniels. Be like, we got to move up and get these guys. Who's willing to come out? I think the commanders are really batting around all these quarterbacks. What I think they should do is get a better team in general to support the quarterback. However, all signs point to a generational prospect here. I'm not fully, fully on board but that's that one. If we're talking two, I think you gotta take. I think you gotta take Caleb Williams. You gotta run with it. I think if the Bears take Marvin Harrison Jr., they're probably trading back to let's just say three or four to take him. I don't mind that I don't mind the pick at all. I think I agree with you completely, Jeremy. But this is the Washington Commanders we're talking about. Caleb Williams locking up. All
0: right. Easy enough. Easy enough. I think Marvin Harrison going number one. I think changes the entire draft because as of right now, everybody thinks Caleb Williams is locked in at one. Obviously, they hey, still have to figure out what's going on. Seth, with fields.
2: When but... you're Mel, when you're Mel Kiper, senior, okay, you got to make some headlines, all right?
0: You they absolutely. No.
2: Pussyfooting around stuff. You've to sell some
1: ESPN Plus articles.
2: Exactly. I need you guys to subscribe.
1: Click. <laughs> absolutely. I just put All some right. dumb shit on a piece of paper here. Come subscribe and read it. Mel Carpenter Jr. Senior.
0: Senior. Good call. Number three, then, that is to me with the New England Patriots. Patriots. And, man, they're smiling right now. They don't get Caleb Williams, but that's okay. New regime, completely new face, in New England, Bill Belichick gone. It is now Gerard Mayo. It's time for a shakeup. Time for a makeover. Give me Drake May. A makeover. Hey, you called it. Give me Drake May out of, obviously, UNC. They get their new quarterback, Mac Jones. See you later. Nice knowing you. Drake May. All the way. That means, Jeremy, back to you with the fourth overall Arizona Cardinals. That's it.
2: Where damn near every single mock draft I've ever looked at for this year has Marvin Harrison Jr. (laughs) going. But guess
0: what I ruined it? Um, You did. Is it because you had the Cardinals pick and so you knew you could? I knew what I was going to do. I knew as
2: Mel Kuyper Sr., I was going to do whatever the fuck I wanted. Anyways, we got – a new coach in Arizona at the beginning of last year who is a defensive-minded guy who is probably thinking, man, we could use some high-end defensive players. You know, there's a guy out there by the name of Cooper DeZine. just an absolute blue-chip player. But this offensive line was atrocious. Um, I do know that it seems that he, he, they seem to think a lot of the Kyler out there. They don't want to give up on him, from what I've seen.
0: Um, I don't think they should either. I don't think they should. They just drafted Paris Johnson last year, correct? Believe he plays
2: right tackle, though? Right tackle. Will Hern- Hernandez they brought over from New York a few years before that. They've got kind of a hodgepodge between the center and the left guard, and that's all up in the air. But you're not drafting the center or left guard right here, right? You got DJ Humphries at the other end, who is the ripe old age of 30 to 31 years old and been kind of injury prone. If I remember right over the last couple of years, you've got an absolute plethora of short receivers out there. And then you have Trey McBride, who's a pretty solid tight end, right? Definitely came into his own after they let my boy Ertz walk. John Connor is the Terminator. He will be playing into his late eighties. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall back on what I said, and I'm going to fall back on kind of my Eagles repertoire here. Um, there's too many receivers to be drafting one this early. There's just way too many. And I, I, I hear everything you guys are saying about neighbors and all this shit. I just don't know if they just pop off in the league. I don't see it. I just don't know. And even if they do, is it just going to be for a couple games here and there? I don't know. But what I do know is that the Cardinals need to protect Kyler Murray. And we just happen to have a really good Notre Dame offensive lineman on the board right now, right, boys? We do. With the fourth overall pick in the 2024 NFL draft, Seth Owen, the Arizona Cardinals select Joe Alt, left tackle, Notre Dame, Golden Domer, Bringing him to the desert. DJ Humphreys is officially on the block. We are trying to solidify this offensive line. We have bookends now. Something that Jonathan learned in Philly, you got to have two good tackles. It's not just my It's not just Lane Johnson. You got to have them both. Bang, bang, bird gang.
0: Bringing it back Question to the Eagles, you. of course. Good pick. For you. Good pick.
1: Dj, hum- DJ Humphreys was, you know, they they like D J Humphreys. They said he's very serviceable starting lineman. Yep. Not a ton of receiving talent in Arizona. You're saying you're going to load up in later rounds. You take some yeah. shots in later rounds.
2: You can you can draft Joe Alt here, and then Humphreys. Somebody's going to want him, right? You can turn him and flip him into a third, package him for a couple late round picks, or you could be like, hey, D J Humphreys. You know you've been a pretty, you've been a pretty good player for us for a while. How do you feel about going to left guard? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Joe Alt is the Cardinal. He's going from the Golden <laughs> Domers to the White
0: Helmet Out in the Desert. That's a good pick. Good pick. I don't care what Owen says. That's a good pick. I always say offensive line is not the sexy pick, but it's usually the smartest pick. Seth in Philadelphia. <laughs> It is a sexy pick. I love that pick. <laughs> all right, Owen, back to you. At number five, with the Chargers, Gold Chargers. What's
1: say? Oh, you? the Chargers have a decision to make in this situation. Um, with only Harrison off the board, it seems like they're going all in on weapons here. Uh, this is this is the Harbaugh regime. This man is going to make an offense. That's pretty scary. Owen,
2: I just want to throw something up there. So who are you drafting for right now? The Chargers. The last time the Chargers were good, who was their leading
1: receiver? Well, they've been kind of in and out of good for
2: Nah, the guy just got held out of the Hall of Fame. And just a disastrous move by the Hall of Fame committee. Okay, you know what I'm saying? The last time this coach was in the league, who, who, was, like, who was this guy throwing to? Who are his dudes?
1: Michael Crabtree.
2: You're kidding me. Anyways, my point is, Owen, I have an ideal selection for this pick, and I just want you to give it some thought, okay?
1: I know what you're saying.
2: I want you to continue on with what you're doing. I know what you're saying. I hope you do.
1: I know what I you're think
2: I think I know as, what I you're looked, saying. as I look through, it's the most ideal pick other than Cooper DeGene being the needle.
1: Okay. But continue. However, Chargers got some issues. They got a lot of veterans with hefty cap hits that they're going to have to make decisions on. And they were very non committal on what was going to happen with them. Keenan Will- Allen, Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, Leo Mack. If I had to bet uh Keenan Allen staying. No, what to do with the other three will be a question mark. That leaves a receiver spot open with Quentin Johnston not exactly performing up to standards last year. Don't do it, Owen. Don't ruin my pick. Don't do it. And they have now Malik Neighbors sitting there untouched. And number five. And they're really considering here. It is a 50-50 toss-up to me, whether they go Malik Neighbors just out of necessity being the top of the board, or do they go with the guy they fell in love with, who Harbaugh already has expressed love for even before he got the Chargers job. Brock Bowers is a pick here uh there's not a lot of ways the board can fall for me that i don't think they take brock bowers and i think marvin harrison jr is the only <clears throat>
0: variable there that doesn't happen anyway it's brock bowers it, uh, yes owen i'm so glad you said that i was scared my you favorite were pick so go... far yes exactly yeah i i think this is a match made in heaven right here I agreed if Marvin Harrison doesn't fall to the Chargers at five, which probably won't happen, Brock Bowers is – yeah, absolutely. I
1: think they give a super hard look at Malik Neighbors because he's a very – like I said, Adams Cup. Keenan Allen's that same type of player. But Harbaugh, the one thing Harbaugh of, uses his tight ends. If no one uses their tight ends but one person, that's Harbaugh. The one thing, too, is to draft a receiver in the
2: first round back-to-back years like that, you're – already telling the last receiver that you drafted that you've given you've given up on him which i think would be kind of a wild statement because mike williams signed a contract before getting hurt right
0: i i was reading some rumblings that Mal, or um mike williams's He's, potential out of the four the that i Jeff mentioned cut. williams is heavily
1: looked at as being gone he looks to be the odd man out of those four
2: and i yeah. get it i get it um Obviously, Eckler's a big question mark, too. Um, I think there's a lot of question marks on that Chargers offense, other than Keenan Allen, probably.
0: But um, just he's not getting oh, any I younger, this, by the way.
2: No. Um, Keenan, Allen, Keenan Allen's game, though, is fine. It'll, it'll play yes, into – it might have been five, the best he's it's like ever been last year. Yeah, he's not a burner or anything like that. That guy is very crafty. Um, but, no, I, I, I don't know. I just don't see – Obviously, whenever you bring in a new regime, players that got drafted the year before can be a question mark immediately. But I just don't see the Chargers totally giving up on that dude right off the bat like that. That'd be kind of wild. Obviously, there's two receivers on the on the play on I mean, any every time, but I just don't were, see Well, that.
0: there's three most of the time. Hey, with Brock Bowers, you got four pretty much. All right. I'm next with the Giants at six, and oh, it made this super easy as well. I had this one locked in as long as it didn't ruin it. And he didn't Thank you own oh, Malik neighbors to the giants at six, I think is locked in. No brainer. You could argue a quarterback because Daniel Jones has not lived up to the contract. Of course, nobody thought he would, but that offense in general was absolutely atrocious last year. Saquon was the only semi bright spot on that offense. He's most likely gone unless they re-sign him. A lot of things are saying that uh, he won't be franchise-tagged, which probably shouldn't be. They don't have a lot of weapons. Uh, you know, they brought in um, – who's the tight end from from Las Vegas they brought in? What's his name? Blinking on it. Darren Waller. Brought, Darren Waller. They brought him in last year, but he's had a lot of injuries. Give Daniel Jones a legitimate playmaker outside – Give me Malik neighbors, no question. At six. Jeremy, well, back so, to so. you with the Tennessee Titans at seven. <laughs> Interesting one. It is. It is. Absolutely. Titans, I think, could go a few different ways at this point. Yeah, but I got lock
2: this.
1: Um
0: hey. give
2: me a run, give me a quick run back of who's been drafted. You want it? I got yeah, it. I just gotta make sure that they're not gone.
1: Harrison one, Williams two, May three, Alt, Bowers, neighbors.
2: Perfect. Um, I don't know how to say his last name, but give me Rome, whatever his last name is, wide receiver, Washington.
1: Oh, done? Oh. Now,
2: here is my reasoning for this. I do understand that the Titans, um, Kind of have some liabilities on the offensive line. I understand that the uh, the Titans, um, in general, are going to be a very interesting offense moving forward because it seems pretty clear that um, Henry's probably gone. Who's the coach again? Um, shoot.
1: Why can't I remember?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Help us out. Who the hell is the coach? Someone, (laughs) someone, think of it quick. I can't think. (laughs) it's not McDonald. Is it the Bengals guy? Is it Callahan?
0: Oh yeah, Callahan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Right. Um And Bengals didn't exactly value offensive linemen there for a little bit. No. Well, and the thing about it is you just took Skaronsky
2: recently. They gave some money to Dillard. Um, I mean, and there's there's dudes there. I mean, I'm not gonna say these guys are I'm not gonna say these guys are all like bona fide starters. There she is. Um Hopkins is not the answer. Traylon Burks to be the... Good words. Traylon Burks to be...
0: Reagan, welcome back to the pod.
2: Yeah, she's going bonkers out there. Traylon Burks to be the A.J. Brown replacement experiment has not worked. I don't care what anybody says. That was a foolish move by them, but I mean, my Eagles panned out for it. Um, Now, kind of similar vein to what I just said about the Chargers. Now, the difference here is who's your other guy? Cause they don't have an Allen here. You know, Hopkins kind of came on late, but I just don't see a new coach coming in with a young quarterback like Levis, who he clearly signed on to be a part of coming here. Um, But you got aged veterans and Henry Hopkins. There's something's got to change here. Um I think getting kind of a big player guy like that, kind of a sure hands guy like that um, kind of built in like a Hopkins mold in a sense, you know, to see if he can turn into something like that would be huge. There is pieces all the way across this defense. And there's pieces. I'm not going to say any of these guys are great, but Jeffrey Simmons is a bona fide stud. Harold Landry's great. great. Um, they brought on Kevon Walls from Philly and Terrell I Emmons, mean, a guys that came from Philly. But your safety position is kind of goofy. But there's Sean Murphy, he's a good player. Aziz, I mean, there's guys on the defense to where you don't have to jump on that side. And I think, I think um, the offensive line is got to be the trickier. here. We are taking – Oh, and give me his name quick. Rome.
1: Rome O'Duns,
2: Wide receiver Washington. Welcome to Tennessee.
0: Good pick, Jeremy. Good pick. I think it makes sense. Titans need more weapons. They don't really have a lot. They drafted uh who, Who's the wide receiver they drafted a year or two ago?
1: Trey hasn't really.
0: Yeah, he hasn't done too much yet. I think that was the, the A.J. Brown trade, correct? That was part That's of that trade? What, ended up getting, Seth, uh,
2: I, I just said this a minute ago. I understand my kid is screaming in the background. But, yeah, Traylon Burks was supposed to be the A.J. Brown replacement.
0: Oh, sorry. I was doing some research on my next pick. I must have missed it. All right. Owen, you're with the Falcons at eight. Very interesting here. You know, quarterback is not sold. A lot of talks on her cousins. Just some fields maybe here. Getting a veteran. Where are the Falcons sitting at eight? Where are they going right now?
1: Yeah. Raheem Morris came out at the combine today. Had a very interesting quote. I think Jeremy alluded to it. Um, something to the effect of, if we had better quarterback play last year, I'm not standing here in front of you today. Um, clearly an emphasis. um, Desmond Ritter, at least not right now, he's not a starter. Not a, not on a good team like the Falcons actually are, right? Coaching change is huge. Different philosophies. I have to think, Seth, you mentioned Cousins, and I'm like, eh. I think Justin Fields has a pretty decent likelihood of landing here. Uh, if Jeremy was GM, he would not, but unfortunately, he's not GM. I have a feeling also Ryan Poles came out at the combine and said, alluded to not getting the trade packages he thought he would for Justin Fields because everyone knows that they're probably looking to move on from him. So the Falcons might steal him, however, in this situation, the Bears keep Fields. Falcons need what else do they need? They need a receiver alongside London. And uh who's the other guy? Who's the other receiver? Who's the other number two receiver for the Falcons? Oh forget his name.
0: I don't know either. Guy. I think of Pitts. Pitts is the next guy that comes to mind in that offense. Basically. Obviously. They need they need a uh they need a pass rusher. They do. They can use a
1: defensive back. All little... things you can find here. And you say maybe a little early, but Terry on Arnold is there just above Cooper Dejean. He is available. Edge runner, edge rusher, you got Dallas Turner. Wide receiver. The three big ones came off the board. All three of those you can find in the later rounds. You cannot find. Starting quarterback. The one that is going to take you to the promised land in the later rounds. I don't think. Give me Jaden Daniels for the Atlanta Falcons. Very Justin Fields-like and maybe even a little better of a passer. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. But that is a man you want running that Atlanta speedy offense. Jaden Daniels, please, at eight. Owen. Yes, sir. Um,
2: I'm gonna give you a hot take real fast of who might fall into this pick. This kid finds a way to speak every time I'm talking.
1: Out of out of everyone who fell already, or
2: I mean, in general, like this is going to be kind of a bold one. Um I have seen two names mentioned to this team, and I don't think they can pull them off with their next pick. First one is Bonex. Okay. Second one is even more of a reach is JJ McCarthy. Now, I don't know, but I've yeah, seen. I know. I've I seen know. it. I have to. um I, I
1: well I think some of those mocks that you're mentioning have Jaden Daniels going higher. I think they have Williams. May Daniels almost all go I think Jayden, I, I've, I've
0: seen think Daniels Jayden, at three a to, lot, to watch trade? to the Patriots. Yes, I've seen, that, I've a seen lot. that a
2: lot too, which I think is going to happen. Um, for multiple reasons, I think that's going to happen up there at top. I think Penix is going to fall to like the Lamar situation in the second round, but I could see a, specifically McCarthy is the one that keeps on being mocked to the Falcons, and I just it fits. I don't know. I think it, it could
1: they It could. I, if and, tradebacks were allowed, I probably would have traded back on each of these picks, or except for the Chargers. I would have traded back on the Commanders and the Falcons. But
2: I I stand on what I said before. I think whoever the quarterback that ends up of the Falcons is, has a really good shot of being the best quarterback.
1: I feel that. I feel that. And so does Reagan. Thank you,
0: Reagan. She absolutely does. She's excited. She's excited. <laughs> Uh, so on go, back
2: to
0: yes. Jaden Daniels to the Falcons. I get it. I respect it. I wanted Jaden Daniels here at nine to the Bears. I wanted to change this, this top ten. I wanted Jaden Daniels. I wanted Marvin Harrison together and Justin Fields to get shipped you, off. Are you nine Bears and I'm ten?
2: Yes. yes. You want trade picks? <laughs> I'll just do I'll, –
1: I'll
0: go back-to-back Bears. You do get the Jets, Seth. That's fine. I was a little worried what Jeremy was gonna do. If it wasn't the
1: Jets, if it wasn't the Jets, I would have said, "Don't do it." But you get the Jets, you get your guys.
0: All right, Jeremy, take the ninth overall pick with the Chicago Bears. It's yours. What would you have done, Seth? By the way, just real. What the name I just wrote down? The name I just wrote down was the edge rusher out of um, UCLA, Laitu Latu. Very nice. I wanted Jaden Daniels, though. I I had him written down until you said him. And then I had to to go plan B, and that was going to be pass rusher, which would be a nice compliment, nice opposite of Montez Sweat, who they just paid a lot of money for. But no longer. Jeremy, you're at nine with the Bears. What do you want? Is Alt the only (laughs) tackle off the board? He is right now.
2: Owen, oh, who's your who's your next? No, I took the Penn State. Are, guy are you gonna
0: do I? Are you gonna do this to the Jets two years in a row? Take the, take a tackle right before the Jets. I took the Penn State, I didn't I.
1: So far, no. You, you only took uh, Alt. Joel Alt out of Notre
0: Dame.
1: Oh, I did not take Penn for,
2: State for
1: no. Wait, who I, who did I take to the Cardinals?
2: Oh
1: Alt. Oh shoot,
2: yeah, my bad. My house is burning to the ground right now.
0: Clearly,
1: it sounds like.
2: Penn State got the next best left tackle in the game right
0: now? You could say that.
2: You could
1: argue. Owen, lock it in. Olumu Yewa
0: Pashanu. Oh, you said the whole thing. I just wrote down Olu. Olu. Olu Penn Fushanu. State. All right. Good pick. And you know what? That is fine for the Jets. I end with the Jets, which is okay to me. My boy Rogers is there, of course. They need a tackle. They need offensive line help, and they're still getting one. They're getting the guy out of Oregon State, which you could argue is the second best one as well. Owen, I'll let you do the honors. You can do it. You can say it. To Talisi Fuaga, is that it? With the tenth overall pick in the
1: two thousand and twenty-four NFL Draft, the New York Jets select. Talisi Fuaga, tackle,
0: Oregon State. Rodgers is happy.
1: Oh, very happy.
0: Rodgers <laughs> so is happy. happy. They get a left tackle. Hopefully, that can keep them upright for more than four plays next year. All right. That is our top 10. Quick recap we have Marvin Harrison, number one to Chicago, Caleb Williams, number two to Washington. Fittingly enough, it's our top two prospects as well. Number three, Drake May to the Patriots. Top three prospects. It is, yes. Number four, Joel Alt to the Cardinals, who is also in our top five. Brock Bowers, number five to the Charges. I just want to pause real quick. The top five is
2: five of my top six prospects, with it Cooper is. DeGene being the only one left off. And, wow, he didn't make a top (laughs) ten. Well, he's going to be picked in the top 15. He's not going to be top ten.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Number six, Malik Neighbors to the Giants. Seven, back-to-back receivers. Top three off the board. Rome. uh, uh, Udunze? Udunz. Udunz. To the Titans, Jaden Daniels to the Falcons at eight. Jeremy and I swapped. Jeremy takes Chicago, second pick. Olu Fashanu. Olu ta- That's it. I'm going to say Olu because it's easy and it's, I like it. And then <laughs> 10, Talisi Fuaga to the Jets offensive tackle as well. That is our top 10. That's a good top 10. Our, I don't mind it. I like it. Ten. Good top 10. Just to, just to let you know, I went through the PFF
1: mock draft. Uh, so our top seven, our podcast top seven, went top seven. Uh, then we threw in Daniels for Sean Fulaga, And then Cooper DeJean goes 11 to the Vikings, sim through. Jeremy, Jackson Powers-Johnson, center out of Oregon, drafted to the Eagles at 22. Oof. He doesn't like that. Hey, let, There's let, no way that's happening.
2: No. And I can tell you why real fast. Oh, Cam Jurgens was drafted to replace
1: Jason Kelsey in time. There's there no go. way. Uh, and then, right. Seth, you'll like this. Wide receiver out of Oregon, Troy Franklin to the Packers at 25. No, I hate that. I absolutely I hate am, that. That's not happening. I hate
0: that. That's a terrible pick. You know what it is I mean.
1: absolutely happening? Ennis Rakestraw, cornerback out of Missouri, is absolutely happening to the Packers at 25.
0: That's I think, I think corner's a safe pick. I think corner's a safe I, pick. I think
1: my Eagles also go corner, and they
2: get uh, Kool-Aid McKintree out of Alabama. Oh,
0: Kool-Aid, yeah
2: lanky guy i think that's who we ended up with kind of like a slay clone and then keely ringo him and um i'm blanking on his name right now but our our udfa from last year are going to be the guys moving forward
0: all right very good that's our first mini mock top 10 we will get a couple full mocks in as we go along of course but to end tonight i got one trivia question for you boys let's do it good one you ready i think i'm ready as we get into the off season, I'm going to request a little help. Maybe, a, maybe a little trivia help. Oh, I got you guys. Let you guys take over some of these during the season. It's easy, but off season, you know, we could throw in a few more. But just to get us started, here we go. Ten different teams started a rookie quarterback in 2023. Can you name all? Th- no, just kidding. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. 10 different teams started a rookie quarterback in 2023, and seven different teams started a rookie quarterback in 2022. So between 2022 and 2023, 17 different teams started a rookie quarterback. At least one game. There has been one team that has not started a rookie quarterback since 1987. Can you name that one team? I'll repeat the question as you uh <laughs> get some time to think. <laughs> Ten different teams started a rookie quarterback in 2023. Seven different teams started a rookie quarterback in 2022. One team has not started a rookie quarterback since 1987. I know neither of you were alive at that time. I wasn't either. No. Oh, okay. are you sure? I'm I'm pretty sure. Can you name this team and the starting quarterback? The team is what I'm concerned about. The starting quarterback is a bonus point. Jeremy's very upset. Reactions to that question. Any any thoughts initially coming through? So, Jeremy, I got a real question for you. I'll
1: follow up. Um, Seth, it's the Green Bay Packers. Now, the rookie quarterback actually gives me pause. I want to say Don Mikowski, but I don't know that for sure. I actually think
0: that was the name I was going to go with. Oh, and oh, you should have let Jeremy guess. I,
2: well, look, did you no, see that? that was the name I was, was? going to go with, too. Did I would have, have said Mikowski was? or whatever. I couldn't <laughs> think of his first name. I was just going to say the Magic Man because that's where they the call him. Man. But that, that was my guess for the quarterback.
0: That is correct. All right, good. Don Mikowski. Great great question, Seth. Man, great question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was a great question, Seth. I was I was oh, I was proud so of the cool. presentation because Jeremy was pissed off the entire time. <laughs> oh, so cool. oh, so cool. <laughs> Naming the seventeen teams who who started rookie quarterback in the last two years, that would have been probably more interesting.
0: <laughs> I got it um, if you want it. No, that's
1: okay. I do have a real one though. If that was your one, I do have one to follow. That might,
0: you know, I thought it was a good one. I thought that would have been difficult, but apparently not. No, no, way. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until about a week ago when I found this. I and probably a- right on
1: the right on the edge, right? Deshaun Kaiser was the second year when he started, so it's pretty close.
0: Yeah, I mean, I knew the Packers were going to be lower on that list, but by you know what? Time. Here, yeah, let me just throw something else out there at you. All right. So, bunch of teams in 2023, a bunch of teams in 2022. And then we can scroll down. There was one team hey, in 2012. Hey, hey. I got a quick one because I got to run. Can I give you a quick one? Okay, 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 okay.
2: And it, it goes along with what's going on here in the month of February, Black History Month. The number one team in NFL history for starts by African-American quarterbacks is my – Philadelphia Eagles, okay? Tiffany's young (laughs) for kids. She is. There has been 396 starts by an African-American quarterback by my Philadelphia Eagles, which is landslide one. I think the next one is Titans, right? Can you guys name the six quarterbacks that are the starters in that 396 starts? Seth, go
0: first. I'm I'm not going to start obvious. I'm not going to start obvious. Um, actually, I don't think he played for the Eagles. Randall Cunningham. was one. Cunningham is one. Cunningham actually
2: has the second most starts with 112. Yeah.
0: Rodney Cunningham Pete. was
2: drafted by my Eagles.
0: Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. I didn't even think of that
2: Second one. to last for starts with 26. He was basically who was between Cunningham and McNabb. Don't know why
0: that's happening. Hey, Anyways. it's celebrating. You know, We're doing good here. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get it out of the way, Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb is number one with 158
2: starts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is third to last with 56 starts. So that's four quarterbacks and there's six? Four of the six. Jalen, obviously, I mean, if he keeps going out the way he's, he's going, he's going to eclipse Donovan in this, but that's the yeah. four.
0: Uh, Michael Vick. Five.
2: Michael Vick has 41 starts, third to last. Who is the remaining three starts?
1: Now we have trouble. Yeah, this is a spot I knew we could get to, but now I might have to give up. Uh, <laughs> do you have any
0: ideas? I'm going to let
2: you both.
1: I'm going to let you both do a guess, and then I'm going to tell you the year that they were there.
0: You know, I don't know what. It, It's wrong, but the name popped in my head, I thought, maybe at some point in his career. Warren Moon popped in my head. I'm sure that's not correct. This quarterback
2: um, was the second overall pick in his draft. Oh, no, third overall pick, excuse me, in his draft class.
1: Yeah, Seth, I don't really have... um... You want me to guess and then you're going to give a year? Yep. Seth, this is... Probably the most random guess that we'll have in a trivia match. Um, I'm not even sure he played football. <laughs> However, there's a name that instantly stuck yeah. into my head. Um, and I think it's completely off base. And I would love to look up who this is. He's going to name a random human being? I think so. Yes. I think I am. John I- Joseph. I just, I just feel like I remember seeing his name in a stat sheet somewhere, somewhere upon a time. I'm mad. Jeremy, um, Harold Carmichael. He's a wide receiver for the Eagles. Thank you. Okay, I um, was at hey. Six
2: foot nine. Six Not foot bad. Eight
1: eight.
2: Not bad, huh? I right? Man, I, I thought you base. were going to go Kurt Jones. Um,
0: Anyways. <laughs> hey, that would have been correct. In some world, some universe out there, that would have been right.
2: In the year 2011... In the last year of this player's career, they were a third overall pick. They played for one, two, three, four, five years before coming to Philly.
1: Oh shit! Duh. Okay, all right. So the I'll dream
2: let you... team.
1: Yeah. Himself. Seth.
0: Yeah. Let's get it. I don't know if I'm gonna. Wait. Let's so it he. One 2011, he was drafted, or 2011, he played for the Eagles. He played for the Eagles his last year of his career in 2011.
2: He was drafted his first year of 2006. He was a third overall pick. Come on, Seth. In OTAs, he is quoted saying,
1: "This is the dream team." Mario Williams,
2: Namdi Asomugha, Reggie Bush, DRC. I mean, I know,
0: I know exact.
1: With the third overall pick in the 2006 NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans select. Stole the Heisman from Reggie.
0: Stole the championship. Oh, Vince Young.
2: Yep.
0: How Again, Eagles, uh, Jake, Jake Locker starts. immediately came to my mind when you said Titans. It was a couple years later. Jake Locker. Locker is, yeah. hey, Locker is one of my favorite college football players. I liked, I liked I um, Locker coming out Yeah, a
2: lot. Washington, but. yeah. Yeah, he went one and two for my Eagles in spot starts. I want to say it was when Vic jumped, but But, uh, yeah. All right, three 396 starts by African-American quarterbacks by my Philadelphia Eagles. Hurts, obviously, will take that over 400 this year. Very cool number.
1: Oh, I yeah, was just waiting is... for him to get – I thought he was going to be a cap casualty this year.
2: <laughs> next so year. This next year on. is when the – Owen won't be on the next pod.
0: <laughs> All right. Until Caron, next week – Adios Adios Adios